G'day and welcome to the Big W Podcast, a special grand final edition of this podcast uh, as uh, the boys and the uh, club prepare for a very big week. It's Sunday night when I'm recording this. It's Sunday night when I'm talking to Mick Barlow, our senior coach, and our CEO, Mark Penaluna. Uh, so as I get out of the hair, you can have a listen to some of the preparations that are involved in the week ahead and uh, and enjoy uh, you know being part of that. And then, of course, hopefully be there on Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock at Icon Park, the old uh, Carlton ground, uh, to watch take on the Gold Coast Suns in the uh, in the 2023 VFL Grand Final. First time the club's been to Grand Final since 2005. We didn't get the chocolates that day, as, uh, as history will tell you. We only have the one cup, the 1993 cup. But uh, hopefully this Sunday that will change. So uh, Mick Barlow in just a tick and uh, and Mark Penaluna after that. And thanks, of course, to all the people involved in the club who've got us to this point. And that includes, you know, our fabulous volunteers, our staff, uh, the, the people around the club who've been putting their money in for years... Uh, as, as paid-up members, as, uh, as sponsors, people like Tino Balan and Balan Holden and now the CB Motor Group, you know, there's uh, terrific sponsors uh, involved in our in our football club and we really do appreciate the support that they've given us. Hopefully this Sunday we can pay it all off and give you a great day at Icon Park to watch the boys in action in the 2023 Grand Final. Uh, and also to, uh, you know, people like Mark Penaluna and Mick Barlow and the board of our football club who uh, do so much work, put in so many hours this is a this is a great payoff it's a great a great pat on the back for them and now on Sunday hopefully they get to enjoy a terrific day out at the football win lose or draw it is a terrific day out at the football a great achievement for the Werribee Football Club but let's hope it's a win uh, and, and that's what we're planning on but let's get to our senior coach first up uh, Mickey Barlow to have a chat about uh, how it's unfolded for him in the last 24 hours and how it looks uh, for the next seven days. Michael Barlow, it is uh, 24 hours since uh, the game finished to qualify for the 2023 VFL Grand Final. Uh, you're about to start a very big week. How are you feeling? Uh, pretty cool, Kev. Yeah, it's been, it's been a good 24 hours. Um, but yeah, 24 hours uh, removed from, from getting that result and moving on to the, the next week of the final series. Um, yeah, it, that's the period we allow our players and staff to, to enjoy, you know, what what the what the week's been or what the um what the results been when you get a good result um and then we're on to the next as cliche as that may sound so that's um that's what we're reverberating and and that's how we're we're pushing into the next week pretty quickly um to get our guys and um everyone involved with the club ready for for the grand final in a week's time it is important, though, to have that moment where you do actually savour the moment that, that happened yesterday and uh, and what that what that meant to everyone in the room. And now, I guess, now you're reset for the for the next part of the task. Um, just a little on your grand final uh, experiences, Mick. Uh, how many you played in over your footy career and your time? Yeah, no, good, good question, Kev. Um, I played in one ten years ago at AFL level, yep. and that. That um, <laughs> I'm, I'm scrambling my brain to think if I've ever played in another one in, in kind of senior footy. I played some junior stuff, but yep. um, senior footy, I, like local footy back at Sheppey United, I played in the prelim, played in a couple of prelims at, at AFL level and a, a semi final. So they're hard to get to. So in my kind of sample size of senior footy across probably 15 years, I went to the finals. Uh, yeah, probably on half of those occasions, got pretty close. Um, most of them, but only ever got to the the penultimate or the final game of the year in uh, 2013 the AFL level, and unfortunately that didn't end up the way I would have liked. No, 2013. I mean, what out of that do you take, or, or has become part of you as a as a football mm. person that that you take with you? 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, the importance of making sure that it's they're different weeks, so you've got to be able to get to your players, and we've done this in the last twenty four hours. Get to the players and, and allow them to celebrate and enjoy, and um, yeah, live in the moment a bit of what's been achieved. But then, what you do have to do is remove as many of the distractions of grand final week as you can. You know, they'll have family and friends and and people that have loosely attached themselves to to the football club or, or their careers for the year um, across the year. But then grand final week comes and, and everyone wants a piece. So the ability to be able to get most of that stuff and the external noise done early in the week so we can get the training. You know, we'll train kind of Tuesday, Thursday and have a really light session on Saturday morning um, to make sure that that those parts of the week um, look exactly the same. Their sleep looks exactly the same. Their diet looks exactly the same um, as what it has for, for um, the entirety of the year. So it's, it sounds cliche, but yeah, you've got to bring them back to the process. You, you do promote um, to them to be able to enjoy and um, understand the significance of, of what the week is um, because that's a great feeling to have. But when it's time to, to kind of perform and train and, and put stuff into action, um, yeah, it, it doesn't matter if it's round 12 or, or this week, it, you want it at the same level. Tuesday, Thursday training, um, obviously the list on, on Monday night, which will be uh, interesting. Then uh, then a, a light run on Saturday just to kind of maybe blow the cobwebs out and, and to, to freshen the and clear the heads? Yeah, a little bit. I think um, we've done – and we, we've been really up front with our players and staff for, for a lot of the year. Like, I think the biggest thing, and Mark McHale, our footy manager, does a great job of this, being able to – um, you know, collate a calendar for, for the players pretty much from go to work. So we've, we've reset that a couple of times and, and you bring the players in and the leadership group in on it. Um, you don't want to consume too much of these guys' times, but what I've found with our leadership group is um, when going to them around, you know, weekends off when we've had, had the, the luxury of a weekend off after the qualifying final weekend, you know, do we train on the weekend or, or do we do we leave these alone? That, that they've got a thirst for it um, at this time of year and it's probably understandable. So, We've, we've probably pulled a bit more from them in, in the finals and, and had them attached to the footy club a fair bit more, which which they've loved. And, you know, AFL level, you, you, you usually have the final meeting and the captains run the day before a game. So being a Sunday grand final and, um, yeah, being the final game of the year, I think the guys will, will be looking forward to getting out there Saturday and... Um, understanding what's what's to come uh, probably you know, 24, 27 hours later. The game on the weekend against the Lions uh, really did test you in all departments, didn't it? I mean, it tested resilience, it tested game plan, it tested all the boxes were uh, were given a bit of a nudge. Well, that's finals, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, that, that's finals. Like we, we, the Box Hill game was, was very similar, wasn't it? It's, yes. We were, we've been lucky. Oh, I shouldn't say lucky, make your own luck in this game, Kev, but we've <laughs> been able to, to throw the first punch and put a few goals on oppositions in both the Box Hill game and the Brisbane game and, and be able to play from in front. Um, you know, we've prepared our guys as well if there's some match scenarios. If, if that isn't to happen in any given week, how we how we can play from behind and look to, to get control back of games as well. Um, but, yeah, it's a nice nicer place to be, playing from in front. And particularly after halftime, Ben Hudson you know, and his coaching group um, really challenged our style and, and threw things around positionally. They, they threw Darcy Ford forward, Jared Lyons forward, and um, yeah, we, we took a while to probably grab onto what was what was happening and how we could pull that pull that back from them. So um, yeah, credit must go to to Hutto, the former Werribee Tiger, and a great man 
uh, is Ben Hudson because um, he uh, absolutely threw some threw some moves that had a scrambling and um, yeah credit to our our players really who who controlled and and steadied and the on field leadership was was immense in particular um, yeah from the ten minute mark onwards in the last quarter. Uh, the the move, I mean, Hayes went back and uh, and he the, some of those touches that he had three or four touches there in a row really really stopped the momentum of Brisbane at that stage. Who had a head full of steam, so I think they kicked three goals in a really quick time at that stage. Yeah. So that was that was a move yeah. that you had to make. So you were adjusting and, and moving your own magnets around. Yeah, yeah, we, we were we were we're always um, we're active as coaches, and <laughs> you know the, the, the discussions are, are ongoing. But how many moves you actually make? Uh, um, yeah, dictated to by by what the feel is, but the preparations of all that is are done from a coaching point of view, well out as well. You know what what happens if a side side comes and, and does X, Y, and Z and gets on top, or or you know we're controlling it, or what are the stats we've got to keep an eye on? And I think a, a very clear stat is goals. And opposition are kicking goals pretty quickly, um, of which that was the start of the third quarter. I don't think my um, three-quarter time address really hit the, hit the mark, Kev, because I told the boys to go out and kick the first two goals and we, <laughs> we might look pretty good uh, here. And it, uh, it split pretty quickly. They kicked three goals, one um, within eight or nine minutes. And, um, yeah, I'd, I'd really credit the whole group to, to be able to wrestle that one back. But, um, you know, the leaders that we've got at the footy club that stood up, like Nick Coglin took some tremendous intercept marks. Nick Hayes uh, controlled that, that last quarter as well as I've seen um, you know, anyone really play for a quarter of football across the season? Don, yep. Don Brew, Tom Gribble, who'd been challenged um, across the day at Centre Square Bounce, um, you know, got in there and won the last two or three Centre Square Bounces of the game. So, um, yeah, the on-field leadership came in a lot of forms yesterday, and, and they stood up and, and eventually, yeah, the, that final siren blew, and, and um, yeah, we're off to the final game of the year. Mick, you talk about uh, keeping it as normal and as, as process-driven as you can uh, for the players. What about for yourself? Um, do, you, do you have to kind of check yourself every now and again and just go, hang on, no, don't do that, don't – how do you handle that? Yeah, good, yeah, good um, I've got some good people in my corner. That I've had you know, Mark Wilber-Williams attached to me um, and our coaching group for the last two seasons um, on a kind of sporadic basis. He's acted as a bit of a, a guidance to our coaching group and – and me individually. Um, so there's, there's people like him. Choco is still someone that, you know, regardless if it's round four or, or you know, the last couple of weeks, he's, he's regularly checking in. And some other mentors around the place that I've, I've found across my footy journey that um, I have been getting really good guidance off. And the main bit of guidance that, that's really strong or really struck struck a chord with me is, um, you know, at this point of the year, they're, they're there does become a lot of back slapping and a lot of uh, you know congratulatory stuff and um, you know me as the, the leader of the the football team and and what where we want to go. There's still jo- a, work, a job to do and work to be done. And um, Nick Daffy's another one who's been tremendous for me to be able to kind of review the game the, the day after. And again, regardless if it's been round four or round eight or, or the final series, you know we we have kind of 30, 30 to sixty minute phone discussions on a Sunday and. And map out the week and identify the areas that we need to get better at, and um, you know how do we push and prod certain individuals throughout the week and, and get get them going or keep them maintained. So um, that's already happened. It, it will be as streamlined as we can. We've got the list, and we've got a few other things that we will have to to throw in there. So it'll be a bit of a chaotic week, but um, the priority um, right at the top of the board and, and just in behind a couple 
of runs is is all about preparing this team as best we can to, to perform at 3pm on Sunday. Yep. Uh, you've got a job to do. Uh, we'll talk to you about it when it's finished. Uh, good luck with it. Good on you, Kev. Thank you. It's Sunday night. We're a week away from the uh, 2023 VFL Grand Final. Mark Penaluna is running around uh, Avalon Airport over as we speak in the clean-up from the Western Region Footy League Finals, uh, match-managing today with uh, Zach Thornton. Mark, tomorrow starts a week of some pretty intense work and pretty intense involvement uh, for you and for the football club. How are you feeling? No, no, it's the, you know, the old nervous, excited kid, but absolutely we'll just, uh, we, what we need to do is make sure we uh, we are organised off the field. We don't uh, make sure the players have their normal, and coaches have their normal week and try and uh, not upset that too much. Clearly there's going to be uh, a little bit of media attention, which is good, but uh, it'd be good to have that out of the way early in the week and yep. uh, behind the scenes between Zach and, and Michael and Justin and obviously yourself and I, hopefully we can do our best to present ourselves in the appropriate manner off the field, Kev. Uh, 2005 was the last time that the uh, the club was in a grand final. That does seem like an awful long time ago. Uh, a lot's changed since then. As a standalone club making a VFL grand final, Mark, that's a, that is a, a, that is a really, really terrific achievement. Nah, Kev, I, uh, I do remember 2005 well. and uh, We beat by nine points, but we won't go over too much. No, because, let's uh, not. <laughs> these are, um, uh, I think this is a truly unique opportunity for the club, the players and Nick and Mark McCullough from the footy department have done a, an amazing job to, to what, what they've done here. Uh, I like to think there's been a fair bit of the groundwork that's been made over the previous few years and you know, to sit back and think about where we were in March 2020 and miss all of that through COVID and then 2021 we uh, played only half a season but all these guys stuck together and um, for whatever happens they're going to hopefully be mates for life and that's really what clubs do, bind people together. And um, I couldn't be more proud of what they've uh, able to achieve this year. Yeah. The, uh, the, the nucleus of this, uh, of this side and of, of this feel that this side's got goes back you know, nearly 10 years, I mean, uh, even beyond that with, with Michael Sotomarco, but uh, Nick's, Nick Coughlin's been around now for seven or eight years. Uh, Brewie's been uh, now for about a similar time. Jack Henderson, uh, Louis Pinnacle. Uh, it, it, it's a really very close, um, strong uh, bond of, uh, of blokes that underpin this whole thing, isn't it? I couldn't agree more, Kev. Uh, it shows the calibre of the people. You know, when you try and recruit people, you want to try and find the ones who are there for the right reasons. And clearly, um, we found those guys. Um, they've been so resolute and stoic in the way they've gone about it. They're just amazing guys. And uh, but uh, yeah, as I said, I'd like to also credit you know some of the guys that were there before it, Johnny Lamont and yes. Stewie Ballack and even Choco. You know, Choco was here for two years with them as well. So it's been a culmination of um, things coming together and. Um, Mark and, and particularly Mick Parler have really, really brought these guys together and the self-belief and desire and really the willingness to, to play harder for longer and to hang in there and there's going to be some flat spots and you are playing against, obviously, last two weeks, 15 and 17 AFL guys and this week might be 20. But uh, there's no doubt that our guys are going to come 100% prepared and uh, ready to give it all for, uh, for the, uh, the standalone Werribee footy club. 
and I know you know the fairy tale story in the David and Goliath is 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 trotted out a lot, but this really is. I mean, you've got a a, a football club where no one has played an AFL game. Uh, anyone on the list at all has played an AFL game. Uh, the coaching staff have not had AFL experience in terms of uh, in the coaching realm. Up against a club that uh, you know uh, people will argue has been given a hundred million thousand things from the AFL to to make it work, and we're going to run out against sixteen, seventeen, or whatever it is AFL listed players. It's it is a David and Goliath fairy tale story. Absolutely, Kev. No, it's extraordinary. You know that um, the old days of uh, when the the alignments occurred and um, AFL Victoria used to have the rule that no more than twelve AFL players would that's play right. in the given week in finals, and that's what occurred to us in um, 11, 12 and thirteen. Twelve and thirteen were beaten by Boxall and Geelong in prelims, but um, but then you know things have changed, and well, actually we expect to be nineteen or twenty Gold Coast list of players. They have the additional spots in the list that's part of the list concessions have been granted through the AFL. And once again, if you go back to 2020 and 21, where obviously when Melbourne was in, in lockdown, Gold Coast didn't have any of that. In fact, that became the AFL hub. So they weren't impeded anyway from their football development. And once again, goes credit back to these guys that they what they were to do in lockdown, offered to pay for the nothing and um, really stayed as mates over the internet, many of them. But now uh, coming back together, as you said, it's been associated in footy for, uh, for 53 years, Kevin. Uh, probably going to say it's uh, been the, uh, no doubt, actually, uh, the most uh, joyful year that I've had in my footy, footy journey. And uh, to see, you know, in the rooms after the game on the weekend, and uh, and we've seen it during the year, but uh, just the buy-in from the community into the into the footy club too has been uh, has been sensational. Yeah, it's been great to hear the Werribee chant, led by a mate, Peter Cullen, and... Uh, no, it's been wonderful. But sometimes I thought, well, maybe over previous years, our crowd, you know, could have been more a little passive. But now they've got their own team of their own. Um, we obviously, you know, played a company of North in in 2018 and become a standalone. And this is only our uh, fourth full year as a standalone. So it's it's wonderful that everyone's got behind us. Clearly, we're up against it when we are standalone, particularly financially. So the footy community, but I also want to recognise particularly the volunteers that have been here for such a long time. You know, the Scotty Bishops, George Ritterford, Jimmy Marson, Doug, Lorraine Joyner, the list goes on. Those guys just put in almost 20 years and some for, for others to stick around this club and um, to all feel part of it. And the importance is uh, also that uh, the hierarchy doesn't seem to, uh, to exist. And so whether you're a number one player or, or a volunteer or anything in between, um, and certainly the board as well. We're all just there together, play a job, enjoy each other's company and share in the wins and the losses, Kev. And you've been there for 20-plus years now at the club. It's going to mean a lot to a lot of people. What should this time, you know, next Sunday night, we be smiling and, and grinning and laughing and uh, have a premiership cup in the in the rooms? What's it going to mean to you? Do you know yet? Try not to think about it, Kev. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, no, it's just... Uh, as far as it was a touch emotional after the game, uh, this is now Sunday night. So um, yesterday after the game, when I uh, got a hug from the wife, so yeah, I mean it will mean a lot, but just business as usual for the moment. And um, let's make sure we do everything we can for our players, our staff, our footy staff in particular, and all our members to put on a good show. And whatever happens, um, let's all get back and uh, celebrate, commiserate. 
So let's hope we celebrate hard, Ken. Yep. Next Sunday, 3 o'clock, Icon Park is the place to be to watch Werribee take on uh, the Gold Coast Suns, the VFL Grand Final for 2023. Mark, have an enjoyable week. Enjoy it as much as you possibly can and uh, we'll hopefully enjoy the spoils of it uh, in a week from now. Absolutely, Kev. Look forward to it, mate. My thanks to Mick Barlow, my thanks to Mark Penaluna, um, my thanks to you for listening to this grand final edition of the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you have a great day on Sunday. Certainly we'll all be there cheering on and uh, and hoping that uh, we uh, have a little bit of history and a, another cup to add to the uh, to the trophy cabin at Avalon Airport Oval. Let's hope that's the case. But uh, make sure you get behind the boys, uh, cheer them on and, uh, and be part of uh, what we hope will be a, a very, very much Werribee-biased crowd. Uh, at Icon Park on Sunday afternoon at uh, three o'clock for the uh, for the 2023 VFL Grand Final. Uh, enjoy the day. Good luck to Mick and uh, and to Nick Coglin and the boys. Let's hope it's a great day for the Werribee Football Club. Go the Tigers. Go the Bees. Go the Big W. Whatever you want to call them. Just go. Enjoy. Enjoy.